For those of you who don't know, Amazon has this cool new format where you can write episodic fiction. Basically, it's like Wattpad, but Amazon's version of it. And because there's a token system to it, the writers who are participating do get paid. I am on this service. I have a new ongoing series called The Alchemist and the Illusionist, where if you've read Swan Song or Duet or The Muses, you'll be familiar with the character Christine Coleman. This is kind of her origin story on how she became the alchemist that we see in there. If you've read Our Past is Not Define Us, please do not spoil what goes on in the fu- in the in the future for those who haven't read it yet. If you want to check out the series, new episodes go up the third Wednesday of every month, which means August 18th will be the next new episode coming out. Until then, the first three episodes are always free. After that, there's a small token fee that you can get to read the next two episodes, all available on Kindle Vela which is available in your Kindle app. If you go to bitbit.ly slash velaalchemist, all one word, so that's bit.ly slash v-e-l-l-a-a-l-c-h-e-m-i-s-t. If you go there, you can pick up the, you can read the first three. If you like it, thumbs up, uh, give it the thumbs up. If you don't like it, please continue to give it the thumbs up anyway because it'll still bump it to the top and someone else may read it because that's the goal here. If you want to support the show, it's a great way to support the show. Minimal effort, just go to bitbit.ly slash V-E-L-L-A-A-L-C-H-E-M-I-S-T. Thank you. Welcome to Beware of Spoilers. I am Adam, and here we are with episode three of What If. And if you've listened to my first two reviews of the first two episodes of What If, you probably have a fairly good idea of what I'm going to say here. So, for those of you who are uninitiated, haven't listened to the first two reviews, What If is the story of, you know, we take something in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, tweak it slightly, and see what happens. And then I saw this week's description, and it's like, what if a serial killer sought out all of the Avengers to kill them, and I was like, "This is this is where we are. We're we're, we're at this this point where it's like this is so far out of left field that it's like, you know, if we're at this point in episode three, maybe don't green light the project." But I digress. So, um, aside from how how strange the concept is, it actually isn't based on a movie in the way the first two have, where it's like we tweak out the events of a movie, where it's like one was Captain America's first Avenger. Two was Guardians of the Galaxy. This is a tweak of a short that was released on the DVD for Captain America, I believe, if I, re- if I remember my my history correct. What happened was it was a it was called Fury's Big Week, and it was a story of Nick Fury going around the week that Iron Man Two happened, the week they found Captain America in the ice, the week that uh, and the week that Thor uh, came to Earth. All happens in one week, and it, it's. I think that, like, this this one kind of retcons it a little bit, where the Incredible Hulk happens at the same time, too, which would make sense to an extent, if you really think about it. It makes more sense that it would line up with the events of Iron Man 2 more than the events of Iron Man. That's, it's an interesting take, though. But that's not the point. So what happens is the Avengers start dropping dead in Iron Man 2. She gives him the injection to uh, so that way he can... Um, uh, so that way the, the palladium chip in his chest doesn't kill him. She gives him that, and then he, um, he drops dead before he can even, uh, before he can, you know, continue on the events of Iron Man 2. Then we get to 
to the events of Thor, and um, Thor gets shot with an arrow and dies, which feels strange to me when I watched it. I was like, really? Thor goes out being shot by Hawkeye, and that's we're okay with this. Um, then Hawkeye drops dead in his cell after being arrested. Meanwhile, Black Widow trying to figure out what's going on. It's an interesting idea, and I like this idea that the heroes are dropping dead before they can really gel as the Avengers. But here's the, the, the ultimate problem with this episode. There is an ending that this would have worked, uh, and it's not the one we got. Ultimately, we find out that the person who's been killing all the Avengers is Hank Pym who has donned the yellow jacket suit and is doing that. Meanwhile, um, because it, in, in revenge for Hope's death at some point in the past. So Hope, after her mother died, joins S.H.I.E.L.D., dies in the line of duty. Hank Pym goes insane and then becomes yellow jacket and starts killing the Avengers. There is a plot where this would work, especially considering Frank Grillo is in the episode. And I think that was kind of a misdirect that... Kind of a misfire, to be honest, because, like, there is no linear way that it makes sense that's, like, we're supposed to figure... Like, a good twist, you should be able to go back and watch and see the indication that the twist is coming. Like, it is set up in the events. And it's like, yeah, we... Like, if you go back and watch, it's like, oh, well, so a projectile was shot out. It's like, oh, okay, well, you, you, you tell me now that it's, it's Hank Pym. It's like, oh, okay, that kind of makes sense. But, like, it could have been a tiny bullet. It like, there is no shortage of ways that, you know, this could have been executed that that would have been, you know, different. And I think that if we look at what this episode really, like, you know, comes down to, this would have been a great episode for um, Serpent Society to come out of or to do, like, uh, Secret Empire or anything like that. All would have been really cool. But no, that's not what they did. They did Hank Pym. And it's like, I think that... Had it been Hydra who was killing the Avengers and that Hydra was using this as their moment of ascension without using Operation, whatever the hell it was called, Project Insight from, from the Winter Soldier, that would have been more interesting to me than Hank Pym being the, the, the ending. Um, we do get Loki back in the episode, and I, I saw an article that was like, oh, is this Loki from one of the, the variants that we saw in, in the Loki show? I don't think so. Um, I don't even think this is Loki from the new timeline. I think this is just straight, you know, just Loki from this world. And it's like, looking at it, a lot of it, you know, again, a lot of it, it takes liberty. And, and that's my problem, ultimately, with a lot of these, is that it takes liberties that, like, we, the audience, know what happens, so we can, you know, we can do the, the shorthand of knowing what's going to happen next. But at the end of the day, if the characters don't know it and the characters don't earn learning something, then what's the point of showing that happen? Like, how does Loki find out? I mean, I guess he could have asked Heimdall, but like, how does Loki find out that an agent of Shield killed what's called killed Thor? And it's like, again, my question is, how the fuck did an arrow kill Thor? Like, uh, well, he was stripped of his powers at that point, but that's not really explained because he's going through and he's just beating the fuck out of people. And it's like, again, you know, would have been nice to have some explanation, but. I think that what I'm going to have to do for the rest of this show from here on out, probably to the the benefit of the listener, is turn off that part of my brain that's like, if you're going to do a story like this, it has to make sense. And there has to be a cohesive A to B to C to D connection that makes sense. If you're going to connect the dots, it's like, well, here, like, 
we're going off on this tangent. Here is what, like, this is the, like, logical steps that are still happening based on the fact that there's just one thing changing, not the entire world changing around it. Like, if, like, it, it's kind of like if you look at Flashpoint and it's like, well, why is the world at war because Barry saved his mother? And it's like, well, every decision gets re-rolled then. And it's like, you know, it's kind of like playing Dungeons and Dragons where it's like we're going to, like, everything that happens is based on a dice roll. And then because he reset everything, everything else gets redone too. And it landed in the worst possible way. And that's kind of like what happens in these to an extent where it's like, okay, one thing's changing, so everything else related has to change too. And it's like, well, no, not really. And this is the second episode really that ended in a cliffhanger where the last one ended with Ego showing up at a Dairy Queen in Missouri to, to talk to Peter Quill. The first one ended with a, uh, what's it called? The first one ended where the movie ended up with, uh, with Captain America or Captain Carter meeting with Nick Fury. The same thing kind of happens here where it's like in this one, it ends with Captain Marvel coming back and Steve Rogers coming out of the ice. And again, I'm going to relay this information because I know there are people on the internet who are going to have fun with this. Captain Marvel is not voiced by Brie Larson in this that is not an indication that Brie Larson is not going to make an appearance in the MCU anymore and that Marvel is writing her out. I would say that if we don't see her by the end of the year in one of the remaining Marvel properties, I would be surprised, which would be either in Shang-Chi or in uh, The Eternals, either in a post-credit tag or, you know, in a supplemental scene. You know, it would make sense that one of these characters would appear. And if she does, if she doesn't, I would be genuinely surprised. So, yeah, I, she, like, not everyone came back for this. Like, you know, and it's not just the big characters who are dead. Like, you know, it, there are others, too, who didn't come back. Besides Robert Downey Jr., besides Scarlett Johansson, and besides Chris Evans, there are others who didn't reprise, too. So we'll, we'll see how this plays out. Hopefully the next episode's cool. I would like if they would tell us what the next episode is at some point before it comes out. So I'm not, like, waking up in the morning and seeing, what if a serial killer killed the Avengers? I'm like, what the fuck is this? Um, and then, like, sitting there dreading going to my lunch break. I was like, I gotta watch it on my lunch break, and then I gotta do an episode after. And it's like, it's an ordeal. And it's like, no. It'd be nice to know, you know, a few days in advance so I can mentally prepare and start formulating a, a pre-thought in advance. But, you know. They don't do this for my benefit. So, yeah. So, I don't know if there's a new movie this week. I might do Reminiscence. I didn't do it last weekend because of the hurricane. Um, but we'll see. If not, then we'll definitely be back next week with another episode of What If. So, until then, have a great rest of your day. Do you like the show? Do you hate the show? Are you indifferent to the show? No matter what, you should probably let us know what we're doing so we can change it to better suit you, the listener's needs. You can go to either bit.ly slash BOS contact, which is a contact form page you can use. Also, you can just email us directly at 30minutereviews at gmail.com. If you have questions that you would like us to answer, we can answer them on the air. We have a few questions every week that will be selected to be answered on air. Um, so if you want to tell us what we should do, or if you have a suggestion for a movie or a TV show or something we should cover, Go to bitbit.ly slash contact and also email us 30minutereviews at gmail.com.